I was just updating Val on mm-hmm. why men only come after you when you are no longer available. It's like some sort of energy that you start to radiate where men who have never even given you the time of day before come crawling out of the woodwork into your DMs mm. and into, you know, having your cell phone number from texting you a grocery list one time or something from an event. <laughs> and right. I don't know. It's Can something. I say, like, only the opposite has happened to me. I feel like in the brief window I was single, like, four and a half years ago, I don't know what happened, but it felt like the world shifted and, like, everybody was hitting me up. Like, it was like everybody knew I was single all of a sudden. And I was like, whoa, because I had only really, like, you know, made it apparent on my Finsta at the time. Um, but it was really, really, really weird. And then I, it like persisted once I had kind of started seeing, you know, my current boyfriend, but it like died off really quickly. So I was like, okay, that's really kind of the universe to throw me a bone in this time of need. But it was really strange. I was like, how do people even know? I haven't even put myself out there yet. It's just the vibe that you radiate, dude. Yeah. Like people are attracted to such, you know, Two new bombshells enter the villa <laughs> this week. <laughs> no, literally. Uh, you know, and, and Sterling you know, as- is in their minds, like narrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just our fire sign energy and the, the magnetism that we bring from all these people. You know. Oh my God! Speaking of our fire sign energy and our magnetism, mm-hmm. Anika, you have some stats to fucking drop. <laughs> How about that segue, bitch? Yeah. yeah. First of all, <laughs> you are absolutely right. Not only did we hit a thousand total downloads, we are now at 1,330. Let's fucking go. We had like 400 total downloads just the week of 4th of July alone, which is insane. Slay. We... We are in top 10 charts for after shows on Apple Podcasts in Ireland, in Belgium. We hit South Africa last week. We hit Romania this week. You know, our international viewership has been absolutely insane. And by viewership, I mean listenership. And I could not be more excited about this wholeheartedly. Thank you so much for listening. Turn those listens into followers for us, you guys. We are on Instagram at Villa Birds. We are on TikTok at Villa Birds. We are on Twitter at Villa Birds Pod. One of our mm -hmm. tweets recently went viral. Insane. And you know how many followers we got? Maybe two? Like seven. Well, it was like seven. (laughs) Just, but still, I'm like, come on, get the ball rolling. You guys are showing us so much love on the podcast. Now show us love on our socials. Mm -hmm. You know, Val and I, we set out to do this just to discuss you know, the happenings of Love Island season eight, but to see that so many people share our passion and love for the show so far has been so magical to say the least. And Mm -hmm. I mean that because it has been so cool. I mean, Val and I are sitting here thinking about shit. Should we do Love Island USA? What's next for us? Australia? Guys. (laughs) I don't know. Hello. It starts in a week. Let us know. And you know, the only way you can let us even know is by engaging with us on social media. Um, You know, it's not just about the numbers. Like, you know, I love having discussions online. This is why we do the show, you know, before the show, before we were talking about doing the podcast, like, I was in the Reddit, I was on Twitter, I was in the Instagram, like, comments, you know, like, because nobody else in my life watches the show on a regular live when it's happening. Um, Thanks, So I love to have, well, outside of Anika, hence (laughs) the show, duh. (laughs) But that's why, you know, I was fiending for, like, any kind of community to talk about the show. And, um, yeah, we have a lot of listeners. So, like, we don't just want you guys to be numbers. We want you guys to be a community with us. So 
follow us on everything. Anika dropped all the social names. And, like, let's have a party in the comment section, dude. With that being said, though, we are back. It is episode 11. We've got a lot to discuss today. But Mm. how do we want to go on about this? You want to recap? I feel like Val said this (sighs) earlier. It's been a blur. Honestly, guys, I have to say it's blurred in my mind like the last few days because it feels like we've been watching the same scenarios just play out over the last few days. It's like, okay, Tasha and Andrew, Friday night on the outs, Sunday night, maybe they can amend things. Then, by the end of the dumping, mm, Tasha calls it quits with Billy. What? Okay, cool. Then, Adam comes in, boom. She's like, mm, I don't know where I am with uh, 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 Andrew. Then, she's cuddling Andrew. Then, she's crying to Billy about how she doesn't know what she wants to do with Andrew. And that's not the only person who's confused. You know, we saw Paige completely on the outs with Jax, fed the fuck up, not letting him in his bed, in her bed. Then he's giving her little notes. Then she's like, mm, I can't stop smiling. Then she's like, actually, I don't like his attitude, which is, yeah, Paige. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Then we have Dami and India being mad and then being cutesy with each other and then dumping their Casa more baddies. Like, everyone is just completely going crazy. We had, we had freaking couples who weren't even in strong relationships come back from Casa More and dump their Casa More baddies. Like, what? Then we had a dumping. <laughs> we had a dumping. Mm-hmm. Then people got dumped, uh, like, in the villa. Then somebody dumped themselves out of the villa. Like, dumpings galore the last three days. And then we had the twist of all twists. We had Adam Collard come through the doors. So... That's been the last three days. A fucking mess. Yeah, so with that whirlwind of a few episodes, uh, we're leaving the juiciest part of this. And by the juiciest, I mean the leanest, as in, you know, 0.2% body fat, sexy, hottie, baddie, Adam. (laughs) For the (laughs) end. Yes, we are. So we are starting with, the basics, as you guys know, are spiel. We've got birdhouses, usually from least interesting or least eventful couple to most. We're just going to start it off real easy. Unfortunately, Jay and China dumped from the island mm. because the islanders wanted to save Dami for India. Uh, I definitely was so disappointed that in that moment, while China was packing up her bags, her personality came through because I knew it was in her the entire time. The girls gather around her and ask what she's going to do when she goes home. And Val, what does she say? She said, I'm going to go home. I'm going to call my ex for a quick shag. I was like... (laughs) She's a real one. She's real for that. I know. I loved her personality. Like, I thought it was very apparent that she was somebody who would have, like, very easily blended in with the girls who, like, the OG girls could have easily found a connection. And, like, honestly, with the amount of time we have left, could have made it, like, toward the later stages of the show. Maybe not to the final. Who's to say? But she just had the um, bad luck to be paired with Jay. Um, And yeah, what really is there to say? Actually, you know what? I do have something to add because between the two of them, there truly was nothing. But I was watching the Murad Morali interview today with Jasmine and Molly, the Casa Moore girls. And they had said that like in the villa, it was apparent that jay and china had like no chemistry and that like um molly had had we obviously know molly had like a connection with jack she had a connection with davide she had a connection with apparently with jay a little bit and she felt that because she was trying to explore you know multiple connections to see who she liked the best jackson page or sorry jackson jay both kind of went for people who were giving them more 
quote, attention, I guess. And she right. had a lot more to say about Jax that was very negative. But we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, apparently they just had, they just didn't have a connection. And, you know, Jay said it when he was dumping China, like, I would have rather picked somebody that I was friends with than maybe the person that, whatever, maybe just like a random person. Connection or not, China. I am manifesting this. We need her on this podcast. We are manifesting it. Hell yeah. And we are going to go and find her. And she's gonna, we're going to make this work. We're going to find oh, her. Hell yeah. Because I am most excited to interact with that former Islander than any of the ones that have been dumped so far. I'm super excited. I really so want to meet her. So true. So true. Because that personality, let me tell you, that is A1 class personality <laughs> there. We need that here in Villa Birds. But yeah, so they got dumped. Our next couple within that same kind of spectrum is Josh and Danica. Josh felt the pressure when they were <laughs> called a couple. Oh, it was rushing him. Oh, he got possessed into the fact that, oh, no, he might have a girlfriend after this. And he jumped ship. He jumped ship. His fine ass went and <laughs> dipped. Yeah. And Danica, our resident, our Islander HR director here, <laughs> was not, you know, took it like a champ, and she is no longer with Josh. Uh, I am excited for her to find someone soon. I have to say, first of all, so weird for Josh to be like, I felt the pressure of being called a couple. Yeah, like that's what they call every pairing in the show. It's not, they don't, it's not, it doesn't mean like boyfriend, girlfriend. It just means like you're in a, you're in a couple. No, there he have just been wanted friendship couples. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I understood him the first time when he was like, yeah, like usually on the outside, I take it slower and I want to build a friendship first. And then he didn't really even give it time to build a friendship. He was like, yeah, I'm not feeling romantically. And I have to Oh, continue. I was just going to say, we saw how the friendship thing went for Ikenna. Why would he do the same thing? Because he wasn't feeling it. He He was the one who brought it up. And then he brought it up again later. Like, he wasn't feeling it. He was definitely using it as, like, an excuse to kind of get out of it. Whereas, like, it kind of was like, oh, like, I like you. I just, like, need to take it slow. And he didn't, like, ignore India and, like, call it quits and dump her. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, different. Yeah, that's fair. And and by all means, there is no room for a Kenna slander here. I said this the first episode. I really like him, and I still like yeah. him to this day. You Same. bet I'm in that Instagram live after every episode where he goes <laughs> on live with, you know, Amber and um, who else? Like, Remy and uh, I think yeah. Liam. Or, or he was on there with um, – And Charlie as well. Yeah, Charlie. Like, those are so entertaining to me, by the way. So love being in them. But – Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Like that was a, such a game player move for Josh. It was so oh, yeah. apparent that he just didn't care at all, which was super frustrating. But, you know, lo and behold, they're no longer a couple. Danica's back to square one. I don't think Josh is really interested in grafting at all until maybe he finds somebody that grabs his attention. So I haven't really thought twice about him in that regard. Right. So. I mean – you know, if he was in there for a connection, he could try with one of the Casa girls, but I think he's in there for a Love Island storyline, if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's definitely a character development opportunity for him because Summer, Summer's hot. I don't know why so he hasn't cute. gone for her. And Coco, you know, I think she's a little cringe at times, but she also is very pretty. I, I definitely think that he could go with her as well. So I don't know. And frankly, I don't care because Danica, I got to stay true to her, my name twin, but with a D. So <laughs> leaving it at that. But with regard to couples that have kind of vanished, we've got couples that have never been stronger, question mark. So we've got 
Davide and Ekansu, and of course... Question mark there. <laughs> yeah, definitely question mark, because Ekansu, as soon as you saw Adam, you could see, like, the heart eyes and her tongue, like, just come out of her mouth. I don't so, know if I saw heart eyes, but I saw, like, graphs and, like, equations and, like, okay, how many? How am I going to work this into my storyline? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? No, I totally get it, and I feel like she's not going to fall for it. She's done. She's happy with Davide. Like, I really don't think that... Adam is going to go for her, especially with the way that Davide reacted today when he was talking to Adam, because he was like, you know, I feel like you two are a friendship couple. And Davide was like, well, you know, let's just see what she says. Like he was so, you know, like condescending Mm. of what Adam was saying to him. So I, I don't know. I feel like they're fine for now. I'm going to stand by this. They're fine for now. I'm not worried about them. I am also not worried about our loving exciting fish flopped couple luca and Gemma. and when i say Mm. loving i mean loving to the point where it may be possessive question mark for luca and Gemma. so yeah we definitely saw the boys sweat when adam came in Mm -hmm. and you know high on the list was definitely Luca. Um, I can definitely tell that Luca is like a Love Island fan. I've said this bef- like in one of the earlier episodes yeah. and he wouldn't stop quoting the show and I was like, fan or game player? I definitely right. think it's more fan. Um, I don't think he's a game player. Um, and everyone that's come out of the villa is also like, no, they're 100% for each other. Like they both really like each other. He really likes her. He's not fake, whatever. Um, so that leaves us with fan, as I was saying. Mm-hmm. And he definitely was <laughs> watching the show when Adam was on it because the way he was mm-hmm. sweating about, like, how Adam was moving in the house and talking shit and being like – um, he was he was just like, yeah, he knows what to say to the girls and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I just – even though Adam pulled Gemma – it was once again one of those scenarios where we're like, oh my god, are they going to try with Gemma? And then Gemma remains loyal to Luca. Right. So I just, it's really time for Luca to let go of that bone. She's 100% for him. Nothing has turned her head. She hasn't entertained literally anybody. Right. So for like four weeks at this point, it's time to just let it go, hang it up. And, you know, maybe he has in some regard and he's just getting a bad edit. Um, but I just want us to show – or I just want the show to show us a different side of him. Well, even during the boys' spa trip, like, do you remember what Tommy said? He was like, you know what? You needed this the most and you have the least problems. You got to let Gemma go, man. <laughs> Exactly. That was so funny. So I don't know. Maybe Luca will learn. But I personally think, like, I don't feel like it's a possessive thing. Like, I definitely feel like, and we discussed this before, he's very much like a physical touch quality time kind of person. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that translates into his interactions with Gemma, like physical touch. Like, he's always trying to, like, not trying to touch her in some way, but they're always like, you know, touched yeah, or connected in some sort of way and hugging right and he's not with her all the time I think it's just that narrative that they've kind of built into making him look like a simp which I don't think he is in a bad way I think he's more mm-hmm. just like attentive and he wants to be there for somebody that he really fancies and there's nothing really wrong yeah. with that and you know what to be fair maybe every time Gemma goes and talks to somebody else he's not like having a negative reaction every single time right um but we definitely have quite a laundry list of instances where he is just hovering over her commentating on her talking to somebody else so yeah i and you know what maybe it's because there's no label on them yet i'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because i do like him as a guy and i think he handled I think he handled his one-on-one conversation with Adam pretty well. Really I think well, yeah. Jax is going to be out of the house. He'll be a little less on edge because I feel like him and Jax bring out that laddie side of each other. Yes. Um, he handled that conversation with Adam well. But I just didn't like how 
he just still kept talking shit about him. Like, he was just way too worried about Adam. Like, too intimidated, very childish. You know, he was like, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to tell him, fuck off, whatever. And it's like, out of all the boys, at least he confronted him. But he, he didn't go in as hot as he said he was going to. Yeah, but remember how he was like when Davide came in too? Like, I feel like these group of boys are very sensitive to their own feelings, but they're not sensitive to the women. Which, that is crazy. Yeah, something that I've noticed, like, in the Islanders that have come out, Mm -hmm. um, specifically the male Islanders, they're all making excuses for, like, the guy's behavior Specifically, right. Jax, they're like, well, you know, I have nothing bad to say about the lad. He's a really nice lad, blah, blah, blah. You know, did you think that maybe he did this because that and he did this because that? But when it comes to the girls, I'm specifically talking about, like, um, some conversations I've seen Charlie and Dekenna have and, and Charlie had with Murad where he's constantly, like, bringing up these benefit of the doubt situations for Jax or for Dami's behavior in the house, or for Andrew. Um, but when it comes to the women, it's like, well, don't you think that, like, in the back of the m- hit their minds, like, they're thinking about all the times, like, Tasha had her head turned? It's like, it doesn't... They just have each other's back so hard to the point where it's like, you're not even questioning what you're defending. Yeah. And it's just not... It's it's not a good thing when it comes to bad behavior to do that. It's like you can have your friends back and sometimes having your friends back means calling them out when they're misbehaving. No, but then that's when it gets too real and then suddenly it's right. like an attack on their character completely and then they don't know how to react aside from becoming defensive. And yes. I'm then bringing up, you know, the Dami and Luca disagreement uh over when casa more was happening so i agree with you wholeheartedly there's definitely a very strange sense of excusing behavior when it comes to just excusing behavior just for the sake of loyalty to your boys Mm -hmm. versus actually taking a lens to your own self to you know reflect and understand that your actions absolutely have consequences and they affect multiple people especially when you're in a situation like this so with that being said though I really am interested in seeing how Luca's dynamic is going to change once Jax leaves the house especially since it seemed like he was the closest person to him he was crying. He yeah. Was crying. Right. So I would be interested to see how that rolls out. But couples wise, you know, this these four are still solid mm-hmm. as of today. So that's Absolutely. all said and done. Our next birdhouse is Andrew and Coco and Tasha and Billy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. As we know, uh, Andrew and Coco apparently were saved by the public, which I'm still – my eyebrow is so raised right now that it's, what like, on a whole that? different level. I don't know what that was. But Andrew and Coco have decided not to continue at all. Uh, Andrew definitely was trying to make himself look big by – forgiving Coco for telling everybody the secret that conversation yeah like okay you know I don't know what that was but she had every fucking right to tell everybody what he did with her because then he just threw her away like like yesterday's orange chicken from Panda Express or something like I don't know what to to compare because I thought he forgot about that and then all of a sudden he's like I thought we weren't gonna tell anybody like, okay, what did we sign an NDA under the duvet too? Like, what? <laughs> period. Um, yeah, that was a very terrible conversation. It was so, it was very like slut shaming to be like, yeah, to be like, oh yeah, like I did all these bits with you, but the fact that you went every to everybody and told them what we did and blah 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 blah, and it didn't work out in my favor, and you made me look bad. It's like. 
I don't, I, I have a lot of tea from this Maraud interview with the two Casa girls. So I don't have a really positive opinion of Coco either, but she was a hundred percent in the right to be like, by the way, guys, this is what happens. Like, I'm really pissed because he's fucking mugging me off and like pretending like I don't even exist after using me for the past few days to get back at Tasha. I know that she's in the right. I strongly believe she's in the right. She absolutely Mm -hmm. should have and did tell everybody, which I think was important. I think the aftermath of the whole situation, I don't think she should have been quiet in that conversation. She was like, are you going to keep ignoring me? Like she was being so kind of soft still. And that's what made me so sad for her was like, no girl, like, come on, stand up. Like if this was a, you know, Mora type or like Amber, Anna right. type, like, like that house, the villa would collapse from the, you know, the earthquake that would be shaking the ground that this villa is built upon. And mm-hmm. that's kind of, it just made me really sad to witness yeah. that and to see Andrew kind of brush that off. But on top of that, not moving past it, but it all kind of inter, you know, relates. But on top of that, Tasha accepting that behavior and, you know, then taking Andrew back. So so the status of them is that they're kind of back on track. Uh, and the whole situation, I feel like, was not revealed to the public in a way where we feel supportive of that coupling being reignited. Because yeah. Tasha should have made sure i don't think andrew even apologized right Um, like truly apologized he definitely apologized but it just i just don't know what is going through her mind i never really do in the first place we see her just go back and forth constantly in these last three episodes because She seems very lost on what to do with Andrew. Uh, One second, she's forgiving him. Another second, she's being like, oh, yeah, now I've deeped what happened in the relationship. But I don't know that I can look past it. The next second, she's hugging him. She's so happy that they're, like, really going to commit to being back on track. And then she's crying in the bed with Billy about whether she did the right decision after she's already called it off with Billy. Um, so I really don't know. I, she definitely has an avoidant, um, attachment attachment style Mm -hmm. where she just is constantly like the second she feels vulnerable, she pushes away. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know what's happening with her. There's almost nothing to even commentate on because Adam came in, had a conversation with her and she's like, yeah, like, you know, I still kind of. I don't know if I'm 100% for Andrew because of what happens. Like, I'm open to get to know you. And then she's back with Andrew. And at this point, I don't even care that she's open because Adam – or, sorry, Andrew dogged her so hard that I don't know how she's even looking past it. But it just leaves me with very little commentary, to be honest, on what their status is. What I'm surprised about is that these, you know, strong – women that are accomplished within their own industries Mm. are accepting not even the bare minimum it's not bare minimum you know like the behavior is like the bar is in hell like oh please don't suck on someone's tits while I'm gone like are you kidding this was the most ridiculous I would never Ever. First of all, I wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. Second of all, mm. if someone that I was interested in turned around and did that because we are uncertain or we're having like a weird kind of situation where there's like a weird power dynamic play going on, like you come back to me and you say I licked her tit or whatever, goodbye. Goodbye. I never want to see you. I never want to speak to you again. Do not try to come. Like, you know. And they're taking these apologies like, oh, my God, he tried today. Oh, my God, he made me breakfast this morning. Like, no. You think a freaking breakfast double date is going to make up for the fact that you you were on somebody's chest with 
like with the with Dami as well because Dami made India that breakfast as well. Well, like, I have to disagree with the Dami situation because I think that Dami is like more sincere and is like the least guilty of the trio. I think it was abhorrent. Yeah, the, he did um, kiss. Behavior, yeah, okay. okay, okay, okay. But he yeah. is the least guilty. Also, because okay, like. I think, like, India we can give a little bit of a pass to because she's not fully aware of the situation. Like, she doesn't have as many details as um, as Tasha and Paige do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Tasha knows that Andrew licked Coco's tit and Paige right. knows that um, – that, uh, Jax and Cheyenne. Yeah, that Jax was making promises to Cheyenne. Whereas, like, India came in with somebody else and – Dami came in with somebody else and he he told her that he kissed this girl five times and granted like all he did to as far as we know is kiss um and so therefore like that's all India has to go off on but she doesn't know like what their vibes were what the chemistry was like she doesn't she's not aware of that maybe if she was she wouldn't take him back but I I do think that Dami's grafting is like the most sincere I do agree with that I'm just saying like with regard to the fact that any man who is even remotely intimate in any manner with somebody who's behind my back like it doesn't really matter if we're like single or not like at the end of the day it's kind of about that respect and and knowing that if you were in a coupling of that regard and still executing on exploratory behaviors like this is just something that I personally don't align with and so you know yeah. with Andrew and Tasha it makes me feel really sad because Tasha she deserves more than this it was weird and also I'm gonna preface this by saying my cousin was here over the weekend mm. a, a professional gamer comes over to my house and the first thing he does is put on Love Island so Period. the fact that this show has like that kind of reach I died Anyway. It crosses subcultures. No, I was, but I do have to say, like, um, well, in no, terms no, of sorry. the... sorry. Oh, I was going to say, so we were re-watching the episode from the start, and I want to bring up that beer pong truth or dare game, remember? Tasha crawled yes. to someone else, and in retaliation, Andrew kissed somebody else. He kissed That's Paige. True. So we see this pattern from the beginning Every time Andrew has an opportunity, like Andrew gets hurt, he lashes out in a way that he knows might hurt Tasha. So this dynamic in and of itself has been toxic, like way from the start. We've been here. They just don't bring out like the best in each other. They don't. And like, do I think Tasha was bringing like, or was using, oh, I don't feel myself around him as an excuse. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. Because at that point, it wasn't to that level. But now that we've seen how they react when they're heated with each other, they're upset with each other, whatever, it's very much a tit for tat. Right. Uh, their heads are completely fucked. They can't really trust each other. Like, Tasha's taking Andrew back with knowing that she has doubts in her mind, knowing that she can't erase the Coco imagery from her head, and Andrew's taking Tasha back, knowing that he is uncomfortable with the way that he's she's constantly leaving him on the sidelines. Right. So I just, when it came to the dumping, I was hoping that one of them went home so that they could finally just, like, be free of each other. Yeah, it's definitely a toxic dynamic and you're absolutely, yeah. you know, reading the entire situation correctly and it's it's tough to see. I think it's really just yeah. it, for me, I hate it. I hate kind of the ups and downs roller coasters like, you know, when the, that couple who's like absolutely going through it, they're like happy anniversary even though you gave me like the toughest journey of my life. I hate being with you like you're the absolute worst through thick I and thin. I hate like- those <laughs> captions. They're like we've had so many ups and downs together it's like I so many a lot yeah, too many like, no, Billy and Coco we didn't see that too much of them this week aside from Billy getting told to like fuck off by Jax but yes Val 
Billy, go. This week, no. let it rip, let it loose. Oh, oh, I'm not even going to talk about Billy. I'm not even oh, going to talk about Oh, who are you talking Billy. about? Um, I actually have to commend Billy. But yes. we'll get to that later. I'll oh, commend okay. him later. Um, I'm ready. I have to talk about Coco. We've been on Andrew and Tasha and Coco and Billy for like a really long time. But I have to say this because it's like piping hot, Anika, okay? Oh, tell Basically, me. So the Maraud interview was mostly about Andrew and Coco and what had happened day one in the villa. So day one, obviously we didn't see a lot of Jasmine. She was our other resident brunette, short, cute girl. Yeah. Um, We didn't see a lot of her, which is so interesting because apparently once Andrew got wind – from the girls and the guys about what Tasha had been doing. He was like ready to graft. And then he was like, oh, I manifested you. Like essentially saying like my answers have been prayer or my, my prayers have been answered Stop. now that you've walked in. Like you're exactly my type, blah, blah, blah. Cause we know he said he like short, short brunette brunettes. Girls. Yes. Right. So she was like, okay, apparently they caught on like a house on fire. They were really getting to know each other. They were talking for hours. He learned her entire family's name. Names. He was like, oh my God, like you're for me, you're for me. All the guys were like, you're for him. Like you guys are whatever. They did a challenge. They like kissed, whatever. All the guys were super excited for her. Like they're like, oh, you're coming back to the villa for sure. Like you guys are so whatever. And then nighttime came her and Andrew like went to the terrace and she's like oh yeah like what's happening with the bed situation and he was like oh I don't want to disrespect Tasha so I think I'm gonna sleep outside for tonight then then Coco she leaves and Coco and Andrew have a chat they kiss and Jasmine doesn't know until all the boys are laughing about it. That like infamous like mm-hmm. fire pit conversation where all the guys are like laughing. And Jasmine said she was super triggered because she said that when her ex-boyfriend had cheated on her, that's like exactly the same way she found oh, out apparently. And that so Andrew sad. knew that. <gasps> that Andrew knew that. Mm-hmm. 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 And so then she was really pissed at Coco because she had just been talking like, talking her up to Davide, like, trying to, like, wingman her because she's a girl's girl, and that Coco had given her no indication that she was into Andrew, no nothing, whatever, and so she went to talk to Coco, and she's like, oh, my God, he kissed me, whatever, which we know isn't true. Right. We know isn't true. Or she said that it was all Andrew. We know that's not true, and, like, Jasmine was super mad at her. She was, like, yelling at her, whatever. They didn't show any of it. And then we know that Andrew did end up sleeping in a bed with Coco that night after he told Jasmine that he wasn't going to sleep with anybody in a bed. How crazy is that? And then she was, like, crying to Jasmine, being like, I'm sorry, like, I didn't know, which is interesting because she did the same thing with Tasha where she's like, I'm sorry, girl, and it's like, you were waving bye-bye to her bed. You were talking mad shit about Tasha. Now you're like, right. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know. Like, you're only crying because the game plan didn't work. That's... And now that's how I feel about Coco. Oh, man. That is. Yeah. Well, here's a... the here's a thing. We know Andrew during his time during Casa Amor was, you know, but then apparently so, he also he also no. pulled Molly and was like, I also want to get to know you. So he was, and he pulled Jasmine before the recoupling, uh, like before they left, and was like, I still want to get to know you. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Why did he pick Coco out of all of them? I'm still like a little triggered. Like she's pretty to me, but I, she like kind of freaks like. I don't know. We know Andrew's thought process here was probably like, you know that song? Yeah. What song? It's like, um, she ain't pretty, but she's super thick. I'm just thinking with my dick. But she's dumb. That's literally what Andrew Clearly is. he was just thinking with his dick. Like, oh clearly. God. Wow. All right. Well, 
that's we spent like way too much time on this. I know, but, but I had to tell you. Moving no, on. that is tea. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, moving on. Man, I'm like rattled. Okay. All right. So Andrew and Tasha perfect for each other. We hate to see it, but okay. All right. Well. I actually think Tasha deserves better, but like moving on. But moving on. Deji, Dami, India. India. Summer. summer. <laughs> Unfortunately, summer is over, over. as Dami <laughs> transitions the seasons and goes across the land to India because all mm-hmm. roads lead to India. Dami mm. and India are relatively back on track with India being cautiously optimistic of Dami's efforts to try to win her back. Uh-huh. Was the run hug lift up in the air during bedtime the cutest thing I've ever seen? Yes, it was. Am I still suspect of Dami hurting our girl India? Yes, I am. And unfortunately, yeah. there was a double breakup um where deji (laughs) and india have a bit of an uncomfortable conversation where deji was respectful but was trying to get india to see his kind of reasoning um and he called her a dickhead yeah Yeah. he lost me when he was like you don't have any respect for yourself it's like whoa 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 hold your horses it might be a decision you disagree with right but um chill your horses calm down take a step back like i cuz he was trying was to pull was... he was trying to pull like a samuel situation where it's like use your mm-hmm. common sense and i think it just came out the wrong way yeah i think the Casa more guys are definitely more mature than our og boys because they all in the midst of dumping are like they're going to be really sorry. I feel like they did not make the right decisions for themselves. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, right. But there's a way you can go about that without, like, being super butthurt. And he you just came off really, really butthurt. Yeah, but he was, like, he was hurt. He was into but India. He actually liked her. And it's got to hurt. Like, how much of... How much do we want to, you know, suck it up and take it? It hurts. It sucks. It hurts, but, like, we've said this so much. It, It's not about what happened. It's about how you react to it. Right. And it's, like, you can be hurt. That's 100% valid. But it's not like India, like, really disrespected him. Yeah. And, what like, she was coming to be truthful, and she wanted to get to know him. It wasn't – between the both both the breakups, like I think Summer had more reason to be upset um, oh, because she Summer's had truly like, been let on. Summer's done with. She wants to strangle Dami. We all know it. I don't know how yeah. she's sharing a bed with him. Uh, it's she's she's done. I really she's, really felt yeah. for her. That breakup sucked because when she was like, "Well, what's up?" and he's like, "Okay, so the tea is." You're gonna she was be like, mad "I know me. what the tea is." <laughs> She's You're like, gonna be I know, mad I'll just at me. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> so that whole so we had yes a double breakup. Dami and India are back on track. I I'm hoping you know that Deji finds somebody. I do think he is very attractive. Deserves someone who is fantastic to him. I also feel like he is hilarious. He made a mm. comment on yesterday night where he's like oh i feel like something stupid as fuck is about to happen that had me rolling it was it was just so unexpected because we haven't heard from this man since he got into the house and this is the clip that makes it into the final cut and it just absolutely killed me so love to see it love him hope he stays summer she absolutely deserves better. I think she's also a gorgeous girl, and I mm. really hope she finds somebody in the house that she connects with. But unfortunately, I feel like she's so bitter from kind of how everything unfolded that I don't know if she she's going to be able to be of, herself. I think she's kind of swept it under the rug. I felt like her and Dami were, like, joking in bed the next day, and she kind of seems to have blended, like – the best out of the girls in the house especially because india is like a very forgiving character like she didn't really hold it against summer so i do think that like if they if she lasts a a second round of dumping and they bring in bring in the guy for her maybe she has a chance but there's just too many casa more rejects like lingering in the villa that it's like 
Yeah, I, I get wonder. rid of these bodies. Also, something I didn't mention, I was really, really shocked that there wasn't a double dumping on uh, Sunday night or Monday morning, whatever, or Monday Monday's episode. I think it's only because they didn't want to risk losing Dami or Andrew if, if they had dub, done a double dumping because I think the results would have ended with Dami being saved over Andrew and that would have meant Andrew going home. But there are too many people in the villa that honestly two couples should have gone and the Andrew and Tasha storyline is just like completely played out. Like I miss when people would be brutally dumped and then their partner was like in the house, like crying and be like, do I go home? Do I go home? And then it's like the drama of after they don't go home and they're like, actually, I realize I still want to be in the villa. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole Lucy and Joe situation. I get it. Exactly. And it would have really liberated Tasha as well. But. Well, know. you know what? We've got one one couple, I guess, that's kind of in that situation. And Thank God. Yeah, like <laughs> wrapping up our biggest, juiciest, I mean, not big juicy, but like the most leanest situation here is, you know, Paige and Jax. And um, we grouped in Adam here just because of the fact that Adam said one thing about Jax and he spiraled to the he point where- even name him. No, but he spiraled into the point where he has now decided to go home. Paige is now left in tears. Our cliffhanger now is, is Paige going to go home? And who is Adam choosing to pursue further? So Paige and Jack's situation, you're absolutely right. It's been a whirlwind of toxic masculinity, of toxic double standards, of toxic, you know, just anti-respect and... It's been extremely difficult to see Paige go through this kind of go through hell and back with coming to the realization that she doesn't want to nurture someone into being a boyfriend. And she's completely yeah. valid. I totally agree with the with the uh, assessment that either you're boyfriend material or you're not. Um, and with regard to this show, so to say, I mean, boy, being a boyfriend is subject to every woman and and every man of how they want their boyfriend to, to act with them. And again, we, we can't really expect the people that we want loving us to know how to love us. So I'm letting that bit kind of not be addressed here. But with regard but, to Jax. Yeah, Paige yeah. has apparently, and she said this, once they got back together, told Jax what he needs to work on. Yes. And boom, Adam comes in the house and Jax is immediately losing his head Resets. again. And I think that Paige has finally had enough of him losing his head at her. Oh, sorry. <laughs> at him losing his head at her wrongfully, misdirecting his anger to her, feeling comfortable to just dump all his insecurities onto Paige and yell at her because he thinks that he has control in the relationship. And it's really fucking disgusting. And this is where I praise Billy. Um, after Jax finds out what Adam said or didn't say about him, he immediately runs over to Paige and is like, Paige, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. And Billy's like, yeah. do I... Should I leave? And he's like, no, stay here. And then it's like, did he say this? Did he say this? Da, 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 da. And Billy's just standing there like, yo, chill, relax, whatever. Like Billy's hesitance to leave Paige's side when Jax is screaming at her was very telling. And his effort to try to calm Jax down, I think was very commendable because um, – I didn't realize how socially aware Billy was until that this episode. And then it kind of clicked into place for me that generally he is kind of a voice of reason. Yes. He is very uh, sympathetic to what the girls are thinking and feeling. Um, and, you know, in that circumstance, he was very aware that, like, Paige was honestly – 
you know, she was in the villa, so she wasn't alone. But like, if she were alone, she would have been like in a potentially dangerous situation. Um, and then finally, Billy, like, Jax tells Billy to fuck off. Billy leaves, and because Paige isn't alone in this villa, I felt like, all right, it's fine. And Paige is telling him, like, you have to calm down. Like, we've had this conversation. Like, what the hell? Blah, blah, blah. And just the whole night, Jax is just pouting and moping right. and talking shit and just being so insecure and saying all these sh- this shit about Adam. And then Adam finally comes over to him and is like, kind of gauges, tries to gauge the situation. And Jax is like, yeah, all right, I'm fine. Can't yeah, even crack say on. a word. Can't crack even on. say a fucking word. Spineless little man. And, you know, I bring up the be a man thing. I know we talked about this the last episode and you were like, it's about being human. But with these men, their masculinity is apparently like very um, fragile. Mm-hmm. And they clearly have this concept of like being a man, being a lad. Like they always refer to themselves as like, I'm a lad's lad. I'm laddie. All right. If you're a man, be one. If you're going to talk all this game, be one. But I'm sorry, you're not a man. You're a boy because being a man isn't throwing a tantrum and being immature and dumping your insecurities onto your partner. And later on, when you fucked up, crying, guilt tripping her, telling her, you don't have to leave, but like, I am going to be waiting for you. Yeah, he was like, don't think about me when I leave. (laughs) Don't think about me when I leave. But when he was almost at the door, he was guilt tripping her because he's a manipulator. But I guess that's just his ADHD. (laughs) Right. I don't know what that was. That was really um, strange. Again, must announce we here at Villa Birds do not condone bullying. We are not here to, you know, badger and mm-hmm. constantly bring down individuals in an extremely abusive or accusatory way. We are only going off of what we've seen on the show so far. The public right. is only going off of what they've seen on the show so far. And that's where the opinions are kind of becoming formed. And so with that in mind, though, the behavior that the producers have you know produced of Mm. Jax it's very scary it is very toxic he is an expert manipulator from what we have seen so far and it is very scary to see someone like Paige in that situation where we've seen that she's willing to sorry a bird was just about to fly into my window and I was like oh my goodness (laughs) um so it's very interesting now to see how the end of his kind of era is playing out where he's very much, you know, he like came with Paige to the fire pit, like making a couple statement, like I am never going to feel the way I felt about Paige, like making a public statement, making her feel like, oh my God, he's like drawing attention to me and to us. And I'm really kind of questioning if he did enough to kind of fidget with her reasoning in her mind or if she's gonna end up staying and I hope it's the latter I hope she ends up staying and I you know the girls are now saying you know you've got to be strong you've got us where were you Mm -hmm. guys when he was treating her like shit the first time this isn't camaraderie I don't know this girl's girl situation is so strange to me like I think based on his behavior I can't imagine he was any better to Gemma and we know he has not been kind to Gemma. He has exhibited these behaviors yeah. with Gemma in this villa. So right. when Jax thinks that he has the power, this is how he behaves. Imagine how he behaves as the adult in a relationship with the 16-year-old. I think that the girls have a reason to maybe be afraid of Jax, especially when the guys haven't clocked this behavior, haven't called out this behavior, have, right. they've seen Jax yell at like Ekansu. Yeah. And just, it's been fine. And so I think India did a good job of like letting Paige come to her own reasoning um, yes. right mm-hmm. before Jax announces that he's going to leave. Like Paige was taking him up to have a conversation and she was about to, 
be like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't think that, you know, you're meeting me where I need you to meet me. You, I have such a great connection with you, but I'm not here to nurture you to be my boyfriend. Like, I can't do this. And then ultimately he reveals that he's going to leave and before she even has an opportunity to dump him. Um, I do hope that because she had that conversation with India, that India will, you know, and the rest of the girls will be like, okay, this is, this is why we're going to dump him. Don't leave him. Don't leave here just because he's leaving. Like he's leaving to go better himself for you. Quote unquote, you stay here and have a good time and let him have that time to work on himself. And if you meet back on the outside and it works out, so be it. I'm hoping at the very least that's the conversation that they can have. Do you think, Anika, Mm -hmm. that the producers insisted that it was best for him to leave? Yes. I think so, too. I definitely think that, like, he's not someone to make this decision on his own. I'm sorry, but it was just such a strain. You know, he started then using the phrases that Liam was using with like, you know, I haven't been myself, you know, all this other stuff. And and I, you know, it was it was almost rehearsed. I feel like it was a little mm-hmm. too convenient that all of a sudden now he's dipping because I just can't sit here and understand why, you know, hearing a rumor would cause someone to spiral in a way where they would just completely leave entirely and he explains his reasoning about how he wanted to bow out before anybody else could like hurt him or or because he was so vulnerable and part of me understands that wholeheartedly I just am not really sure if the decision or the inception of said idea came from him directly I mean the producers were the one that brought him on in the first place they scouted him out so we think and so it only seems natural that like all right you know what he's come in here he's done what he's needed to do Gemma has not wavered a bit Paige is now losing interest like naturally I understand in in a possibly dangerous situation yeah like I I definitely think that it was time for him to go and and I guess we'll see how things are going to progress with him out of the villa. I definitely do see a happier side of Paige coming through if she ends up staying just because it can be so emotionally draining to have an energy vampire like that with you at all times. So with that regard, though. mm -hmm. Something else I have to add about the interview was that Molly said Mm -hmm. that he was very much asking her – if she was going to wear her sexy red lingerie that he had seen that she brought in the bed. He wasn't asking like, oh, what are you doing for bed situation? He was like, so are you wearing lingerie to bed tonight? What the fuck? So I don't buy the crocodile tears. I don't buy that he's like upset, crying all the time. But she's super thin. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I'm buy just thinking with my dick. <laughs> I don't buy that he's crying all the time because he's so upset because of his feelings towards Paige because of his whatever. He cried when Jay came into the villa and he felt threatened. Now yeah. he cried when Adam is in the villa and he feels threatened. And I just don't think that this would have normally resulted in him deciding to leave. I think that he was asked to leave, and I yeah. think. Now that Paige is free of him, that energy suck, that vampire, she's going to finally be free of it. And I think we're going to see the Paige we know and love from the first two weeks again. I think think Adam is going to go for Paige. A hundred percent. And I am sad to be relieved that she's rid of Jax because knowing Adam, I don't know what's going to happen. We already know, know. Danica and Paige are full-fledged attempted, you know, victims that Adam is going to go for in the villa. And I'm very curious to see if he has evolved in any way. I feel like they wouldn't have brought him back if he evolved. So I don't I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. But it he was- said... He was in a relationship two months ago. Yeah, like what happened? What do you mean? You're telling me that like Love Island just so happened to reach out to you 
less than two months ago. I I mean, it's possible, but no, you know, he dumped like a, whoever he was seeing to go on Love Island. Right. Right. So he's in it. We he he's here to play. He's here to yeah, you know. There's no way Love Island came up with this grand twist, right? And then was like. Like, th- that they came up with this grand twist two weeks ago, and Adam Collard just so happened to be single. Yes, it is far too convenient. They probably had planned this, though, because, yeah, two months ago, like, let's say you get a phone call. Like, he definitely was like, all right, yep, sure, dump the girl that he was with to come onto this show, and I'm ready for him yeah. to wreck havoc. I exactly. meant what I said when I commented this on our Instagram post of the TikTok my season eight started when Adam entered th- through the doors because this is the most entertained I want to be. And I'm so excited to see how things are going to unfold. But I am worried for our girls. I am worried for the girls. And I hope he's not so sinister that Paige is like, actually, I had a better connection with Jax. I'm going to leave. Like, just, you know, play the game. Be like a, you know, if you're not a good guy yet, pretend to be one. No, but you have like the hot and crazy scale, which is like from from how I met your mother, where it's like if you're a certain level of hot, you can get away with being a certain type of crazy. So if he's like Adam's hotter than Jax, so Paige is going to let him slide a lot more. (laughs) But Paige has a much stronger connection with Jackson has known him for longer. So if Adam is even... It's been a month. It's been a month. No big deal. And yet she was crying about him leaving. Anika, please. That's just her empathy. She's not... No. no. She's going to forget all about him when he leaves the villa. Those girls... mm -hmm. She's going to be looking at Adam's six-pack. Did she cry when Liam left? Did she cry when Amber and Akena left? She didn't have a connection with any of those people. Exactly. She didn't have a connection with any of those people. Jax is far too fresh in her mind where, like, if Adam pulls anything, she's going to be like, you know what? I like Jax better. Like, I'm packing my bags. And you think that she's not that, like... You think she's not that girl, but she was ready to take Jax back. So you were like, she's not taking Jax back. I was so and disappointed. Then, and then what? And then what? No, she's not. See, we're built different then. I'm built different. I can't. This is like, we need to find out what Paige's star sign is. Because I don't know She's what. a Virgo. Okay, that makes total sense. That, no, it doesn't. That makes total sense. No, like that makes total sense to me mm. because her traits of actually you know what wait hold on i'm gonna re i'm gonna rewind her moon and her rising is what i need to know before i make an educated decision on this because virgo i can see it she i have a friend who's a virgo who's very similar to Paige. i get it i definitely think she's like a taurus moon or something and i don't know about her rising actually you know what my virgo friend also has taken back people i don't know what it is because they are like very like i told you so i mean i have a virgo moon Oh, okay. So I, like, really – and I'm, like, a Virgo cusp. Some people believe in that and they don't. But I have very, like, hard-working, whatever, like, vibes, like, organized vibes. But then, you know, the rest of me is, like, very Leo-dominant. So I can't really, like, relate to Paige fully. I feel like she has a lot of water in her chart the way that she's, like, very just sympathetic to a fault. She's probably, I, I, I don't know, but but here's the thing, though. All right, so Jax is gone. Mm-hmm. Upcoming episodes, we need a double dumping, and we need yeah. Paige to stay in the villa to try to see if things with Adam are going to proceed. I definitely think Adam is going to try to go for, I don't know. I have a weird feeling like a weird twist is coming or something. Like, I definitely think that he's going to try to rile up Luca for some reason and, like, try to pull Gemma for a chat. And even though she won't be entertaining anything of it, I'm curious to see how Luca's going to start reacting. Mm. I don't know if that's coming. I have to say today's episode, uh, Tuesday night, was just, like, a little underwhelming in the grand scheme of what we've gotten so far from this season. But, you know... I can't act so spoiled. The season has been a blessing um, and has been so good. So we can have a little chill night. Yeah. 
for sure. It's a little midweek. It's a Taco Tuesday. Like, that's fine. I, I'll, I'll enjoy this. Oh, don't make me want tacos now. I'm already hungry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I on am. that note, though, so we've got an interesting week ahead. Let's see how mm. the things unfold. Super excited to continue to wrap up this week on Saturday morning next after this has been uploaded. We are super active and engage with our followers on Instagram and TikTok at Villa Birds and on Twitter at Villa Birds Pod. You can also find us on what platforms, Val? Apple Podcasts, we got Spotify, we got Stitcher, we got Amazon Music, we got Red Circle, we got iHeartRadio, and we have, did I say Amazon Music and Google Podcasts? Yes. So follow us on those or listen to us on whichever platform is most comfortable for you. I'm sure if you're listening to us, you're listening to your, on your favorite podcast app. But also, please leave us a five rating review. Leave us reviews, period. We would love to read them, hear your thoughts, hear how we can improve or just any general thoughts that you guys have. It would help us so much. And we just want to hear from you guys. Like how I said before, we love community. So be a part of our community, bitches. (laughs) Come be Villa Birds with us here at Villa Birds. And with that, we warmly thank you and goodbye. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc